everybody. Welcome to Mom Girl Pod, coming to you from Mom Girl Blog. I'm Brianna DeAndrea, and I'm so very excited to welcome Ms. John Goldstein Cardenas. She was my cheerleading coach in high school, and I don't even know if I've ever, I have a funny story to tell you. We can get to it in a minute, but she wears so many hats, and she's so inspiring, and she's also now wearing a hat of being a new homeschool mom as well, so I wanted to get her on the podcast today just to talk about all the things and how she's juggling. So you take it away. Tell me about yourself and everything you're doing right now. Well, where do I start? So <laughs> you already said who I am. I, my, my biggest title, my most favorite title is mom. I have three, basically three teenagers. One's a teenager, but we'll count her mm-hmm. as the teenagers. She's the youngest. She has two older sisters. She's leap years ahead for a 12 year old, as far as like being a a girl is concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm also a professor at Nova Southeastern University in Fishler College of Education. We have a great program there. I teach many different courses in the undergraduate um, area there. And we transitioned from face-to-face instruction on Friday the 13th, March 13th. And then I started doing online with them from that point forward. Little did I know my kids would end up home. (laughs) Little did I know every world would be doing online instruction. My other job, my other hat is I'm a virtual instructor for Broward County Public Schools. So I've been doing that for 15 plus years. I've been teaching online for a very long time. And so this is my wheelhouse and Mm -hmm the only part I wasn't used to was the kids being home. So we struggled with like laptop situations, not having enough laptops. We struggled with internet connection. I could be in the middle of an internet, um, a zoom class with my college students and lose connection. So everything that, you know, that you could struggle with, we did. It's like, they all have a different respect for me now. It's so funny because they hear me all day long in class in zoom. They never knew what you really did. They never knew what I did. And now they're like, wow. Not only are you a teacher and a mom and all of these amazing things, but you have also decided to take on some like hobby things, right? Like talk to me about those things that have kind of also been, um, proved to be successful. Well, for me, I always wanted to love what I do. It's always been like above my desk in my office since I was in college. It was just love your work and you won't feel like it's work. So I've always kind of had that ambition to just always love what I did. Mm-hmm. But when my, when Adrian passed away, when my husband died, mm-hmm. um, I needed to recuperate that income. <laughs> right. So I was like, how do I do that? And a lot of people assumed I would just naturally fall into his businesses, which were up and running and doing pretty well considering the times. Um, and I didn't really have my heart into that, although it was still working with children and it was still involved in education. It didn't really thrill me. It was sports education for, Mm -hmm. you know, two years old all the way up through high school. And we had programs across the County and I just, I let it all go. I just Mm -hmm. was like, I didn't identify with that. And so what I'm doing now, the passions that I have are, are related to like what I already do, my hobbies. I do yoga all the time. So I got certified to be a yoga teacher. Um, I 
use essential oils all the time. So now I'm a distributor for essential oils. You introduced me to a better, safer way to do beauty. And so I've been slowly tinkering with that. So like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wear a lot of hats, but I love all the hats. <laughs> right. And then you've also created like a virtual school, right? Like, yes, that's my fourth baby. Right. <laughs> I didn't even mention my fourth child. You know, the highest level of intervention that you can provide a child is what I provide on my freely reading website. So most of my clients have some severe learning delay, not struggling learners as much as you would think, but maybe like attention deficit disorder. So they can't pay attention. And Mm -hmm. I'm I organize the whole family when I, you know, when I get a client who has ADHD, I tend to work with the whole family because they need to know what things to do to set that child up for success. So my clients in that realm, that's my, that's like the cherry on the top of all my, like if I had a hat, it would have like that hat would have cherries on top. So. <laughs> um, okay. So talk to me. You're obviously got a full plate. We've made that abundantly clear. You've got three daughters. Um, that obviously, I mean, they're a little older, but they also need your help in ways that I know I can't even fathom dealing with later on in life. So let's talk about, um, how you've been able to pivot and transition into this, so to speak, new normal, or, you know, just different way of life, teaching from home, working from home while, having, you know, your children at home that you have to also stay on top of to make sure that they're completing their assignments? Like, how are we, how are we functioning? Um, well, I have a massive action plan. That is mm-hmm. my, like a map. So like with wherever I'm doing, whether it's parenting or teaching at the college or teaching high school kids or clients on my own time, um, I have a massive action plan, a map. Um, the map is our, it keeps us on point. It's basically like, you know, you think of your calendar, but it's an Excel spreadsheet. I'm kind of a nerd. At heart. I love that though. I love that. I am not like, I need to get better at that kind of stuff. So like I have this Excel spreadsheet that I do every quarter and I have one and I have this, it's, I have these really like ingrained in my yearly practice is my, my map, which is just every quarter I tweak out everything I want to do from the house. Cause you know, if you own a house, you're always repairing a hundred percent, something always needs fixing. Something always needs an upgrade and you have to prioritize like what, what would you do if you came across that amount of money? Like I know exactly what needs done next top to bottom with every kid. Like Sky needs wisdom teeth pulled this summer. You know, that's on the massive action plan. Um, My daughter wants to get back into the horses and getting her to the barn and getting her back into lessons, which means that comes with she needs shoes for that. that Because she outgrew the ones she used to wear, right? So all of these things, instead of feeling completely overwhelmed, because if I looked at what I did every day, I'm an early riser and I go to bed probably 10 or 11. Right. um, I would be overwhelmed. But I have these rituals in my life. Besides the massive action plan, I'm a meditator. How do you find the time to meditate and when do you do it? Do you do it in the morning, at night? Like what's your go-to? Okay, so finding the time to meditate. When, I, when someone asks me that question, because it's very common, 
question that mm -hmm. people ask. Would you ever go to bed without charging your cell phone? Sometimes it happens, right? But most of the time, you know where the charger to your cell phone is. Correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You've strategized that you have a charger in the car, you have a charger by your, wherever, you know, your room, wherever you are. Like you've strategized charging your cell phone. I strategize charging my brain. So I meditate I love every that. morning. I sit there in the chair for 20 minutes every morning. It's the very first thing I do. Okay. Um, I, you know, th there's things you can do to bring yourself into that place. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you can, with me, I'm trained to do a mantra. So I have my own personal mantra that I was um, given. And I just, when I start, which will always happen, you start thinking other thoughts other than just thinking no thoughts, right? Right. When you, when you think those other thoughts, which will naturally happen, just like breathing or swallowing or, you know, digesting, it's just things that happen to your body naturally. You, you pull yourself back from the thought by saying the mantra. And so the mantra kind of returns you to neutral and neutral is charging your phone. So you're not, it, you know, decreases your cortisol level. It decreases your heart rate. It decreases all the good things that make you feel better, right? Your stress level goes down. Right. Um, the afternoon one is the tougher one for me. I've had to change the time over the years. Like I used to do it at 12. Um, sometimes I'll move it to one. Mm -hmm. There are days where like I'm traveling and there's a train or a plane and I don't feel safe to close my eyes until I get on the plane. <laughs> but right. then the second I get in my seat on the plane and we take off, I'm doing my TM. Like I fit it in no matter what, but the time change in the afternoon, like when kids are napping, you know, you have, you have kids in the so house. So you do now. it twice a day? Twice a day, every day for five years. Five wow. Years. Jerry Seinfeld does the kind of meditation that I do. Um, transcendental meditation. He's been doing it since he was in his late teens. You say so, Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld. He's the reason I started doing TM. I, I so heard funny. Him. That is Michael's number one favorite person. I mean, of all time. Oh, like, well, like, <laughs> me, me too. Okay. So I love that. I feel like meditation is something that people can put into practice. Do you have like a certain um, app that you use or, um, Maybe some I, tips that you can give to other people who are kind of in the same boat, who are wearing all of these hats and they're juggling, you know, teaching, working a full-time job. I mean, I'm talking to specific people that like, you know, they're wearing a ton of hats and they're just trying to enjoy and embrace what they've got going on. Yeah. Because like you can, I'm successful and I'm doing well, but if I couldn't breathe, it wouldn't be any fun. Like I want right. to have fun. I want to have joy in my life. And so I would, yeah. if I were a beginner meditator, I would, um, I would set a time of day every day that you sit and there's the apps like Omvana, O-M-V-A-N-A. I used to use mm -hmm. their app. I started with Vision Lakani. We'll probably have to put this in the show notes. It's a hard spelling, but he mm -hmm. has one called the six phase meditation. You can find mm -hmm. it on most things like Spotify and iTunes. Um, Mm -hmm. When I saw Jerry Seinfeld talk about TM, I immediately like clicked the button to sign up for the class, which is the local, mm -hmm. you know, local people. Well, you've um, definitely intrigued me to look into that more. I've done like the Deepak Chopra um, and I've done um, Gabby done Bernstein and I've done um, like the Calm app, which is kind yep. of cool. Yep. I love but Gabby. I'm a Gabby. I'm a spirit junkie. I've been to her trainings and retreats. That's so um, cool. 
and she, you know, she helped me with the process of meditation and her practice, right? Because of course, anything you're doing with her, she's going to do a guided meditation. So I love a lot of her guided meditations kind of inspired me to do my rise and shine group, which is like my yoga wellness group that I, that I coach, you know, that's one thing I didn't even mention because it's just such a natural part of my morning. Um, I have a group of women that I coach and there are some men, but they don't come into the live group, but where I just, you know, I, I, I've taught them how to meditate. I've taught them yoga. We've done mindset. Um, we do like, I was saying I have the massive action plan. I also have this, it's a productivity journal. So the productivity journal is something that I rely on every day to just dump my thoughts on one side of the page. And then my dailies on the other, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, when you kind of like the place where you would like, just, it's your journal, right? It's like, if right. I have it, but it also organizes me. Like all of my children are all trained. They've all been to training. They all have their mantra. They don't practice because you know, mom's weird. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They will someday. They will someday. Right. That's what everyone tells me is they will be happy that you, that they know it. They'll, and what I've learned is when they're really sick, when they don't feel well, they're like, mom, I'm saying my mantra and it's working. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of it is mindfulness. You know, if you can really be mindful of what you're trying to accomplish to your point, have a plan, you know, map it all out, write it down. I mean, I literally during this whole pandemic have had to write down every 30 minute increment of what I'm doing. And that goes from like setting my daughter up right now, like she's on her iPad you know, 30 minutes where I'm going to do the dishes, 30 minutes where I'm folding the laundry, 30 minutes where I'm spending on a coaching call for beauty counter, 30 minutes where I'm writing on my blog, you know, like, and if I didn't do that, I would just be like a hot mess. And sometimes I still feel like I am. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So talk to me about what you feel like you'll take away from all of this and what you feel like the silver lining is in all of this. I mean, I think it's one of those things where you don't know how strong you are until you're forced to dig a little bit deeper. Yes. Well, I think the silver lining is we're going to walk away and appreciate some of the little things in life that we used to not even give the time of day to, you know, Mm -hmm. like just I'm pretty not antisocial, but I go, I only go out of the house for very specific reasons. So being socially distant didn't really like hurt me. I'm an online teacher, right? I don't even see my students most of the time. Um, And uh, if you're busy online all the time, you're always in the house online. So my big loss is I don't get to see the beach (laughs) and I, and I live near the beach and I I stay here for the weather and really have like, it's, we never get these days back. So I think it'll give everyone appreciation for open air and, and parties and weddings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say for me, definitely the beach and Disney world. Like I can't wait. We had to cancel our Disney trip, but like, I can't wait for the day I get to go and like, just walk down main street. (laughs) 
I know that sounds so cheesy, yeah. but it's so true. <laughs> the best feeling when you just get inside, you're finally there, and then there's the the Cinderella's castle, and, and you're like, oh, I made it here. You could, I sit, made it. You could sit me on that curb all day, and <laughs> for real. I mean, I think that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna like run to that curb. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Um, I think this conversation kind of turned into a little bit more of like finding that inner self and like figuring out whether it's like meditating or um, becoming a little bit more organized, you know, that you've got to just learn to roll with the punches. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to add? I, yeah, I think finding yourself in this is also a silver lining because I feel like my kids are all home. This is exciting for me, <laughs> but I also yeah. recognize if they were a little younger, three years ago, this would have, oh my gosh, it might have wrecked my whole soul. I don't know. <laughs> it's but definitely just, been tough. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like I love them and I cherish the moments when we have like good times. And then there are some times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I am going to be committed. But my husband actually came in today. He goes, you know what? I think that I want you to just homeschool from here on out. I'm like, are you delusional? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It was, it's been a breath of fresh air and a pleasure talking to you as always. Oh, I had to, I had to share this quick story with you before we go. Okay. Um, and I don't even know if I, I think I did share this with you. I don't know. Anyway, um, a quick story about whether or not I would have even had you in my life, which is so crazy, but there were cheerleading tryouts that were going on and it was on a Saturday and my mom was very religious and, um, doesn't take the con Saturday, like very Jewish. Um, and was like, you're going to miss cheerleading tryouts. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but it's on a Saturday morning and you have no way of getting there. And like, it wasn't really commonplace for us to like take Ubers or get in a cab, especially alone at that age. And I strapped on rollerblades. Oh my gosh. And I rode all Stop. the way from, I was on, I mean, if you're familiar with Hollywood, I was on Sheridan and like 40th, uh-huh. not 40, not even 46, like by LaVue. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I rode all the way to Hollywood Hills High School, which oh I want to say God. was like a, I don't know, like six mile ride. So (laughs) what dedication. And of course you made the team. (laughs) And I made the team and I swear to God, I was like in tears and mainly because it was like, I did it. I flip and did it. Like, (laughs) yes, you proved to yourself that you could figure it out. Everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Yes. Um, but so I've never told you that story. Did I? That's awesome story. I love it. Thank you. Oh my God, for sure. It's one of those things where it's like, I need to tell more people that story because I was, I mean, what was I 13 years old at the time? I didn't know anything about like really like being persistent and like chasing goals and having goals, but this was like something I was determined. I'm like, I'm going to be on this team if it kills me. And it was just awesome. And so I'm so glad that I took that leap of faith. And I hope that this call- Start a, start a, start a life, like with that kind of energy right there. Right. And I feel like, like having that energy and even some of the tips that you gave us, like if that inspires you today on this call, like share that, take what we've talked about and, you know, 
pass it on. So I want to thank you again for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast or it inspired you whatsoever, please share it, like it, subscribe. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. You can always visit us on momgirlblog.com. And um, you can always find me on Instagram at Brianna D'Andrea. And that should do it. So thanks so much, Dawn. I appreciate your time. My pleasure, Brie. I'll talk to you soon.